Welcome to the Human Being to Wellbeing Show with Dr. Bernard J. Fragameni. I'm here to help you learn how to turn your haphazard lifestyle into an on-purpose health style and to permanently transform your life from just a human being kind of bumping along without any real plan to somebody that has a plan and is now learning all things necessary to permanently live as what we call a well-being. Let's get started with today's topic. So today I've got with me Jessica Crate of uh, Jessica Crate Consulting and some other entrepreneur uh, things that I'm going to have her talk about that she's been involved in because her background is extensive with that. But uh, Jessica uh, is a former elite marathon runner and a world-class triathlete, uh, as well as a USATF coach, yoga instructor, biohacker extraordinaire, and a lifestyle entrepreneur. Um, she was formerly a medical device uh, and pharmaceutical sales representative but she found her niche in uh, biohacking and is now teaching others how to optimize their bodies and their minds. Uh, and she serves as a visionary spokeswoman for communities that care, which I think is one of the greatest thing that she is involved in uh, from my aspect, uh, because I'm also uh, tangentially involved with that, where they work with uh, mental health uh, and she's on the executive board uh, chair as well. And she's also led missions to uh, Honduras, one of the few places my wife and I didn't go uh, when we took our travels throughout Mexico and Central America. But we'll get back to there at some point. Hopefully we can all get back to there at some point. Yeah, if we all get to ever leave uh, where we are right now in our quasi-quarantines, let's hope that it doesn't get increased. There's a lot of hints that it might get, uh, get there again. But Jessica also speaks pretty often on uh, life, lifestyle, fitness, nutrition, um, she is a expert. You'll see as we get talking, she has got a lot of energy and she is very good at transmuting that energy to other people uh, around her. And with that, I just wanted to welcome you on to the Human Being to Wellbeing podcast. Thank you so much. It's always an honor to chat with you and it's um, a blessing to be on your podcast. Well, I'm glad to have you. So let's start out. We'll talk a little bit. I kind of uh, went through your uh, bio. And as I said to you before we even started, I hate reading from those things. But, you know, uh, as you kind of I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself as well. Uh, kind of round out a little bit what you're doing now um, and how you think your experience uh, with some of the other things that I highlighted uh, has gotten you to this place where you are just a magnetic ball of energy that is biohacking and innovating and teaching people how to manage their lives better. You're so sweet. And this is why I love talking to you because like you, I started out in a career path that I thought I wanted to be on and had a pivot shift in my life and started out in medical device sales, went to college for a pre-medical school, traveled abroad to England, came back and got quickly into the medical field, then pharmaceuticals. And realized very fast that we live in a sick care industry. And that was over 10 years ago. And I just was praying for a way out of that. And as an elite marathon runner, triathlete, sustaining injury after injury, I mean, you know, you're a, an yeah. avid triathlete and um, in, endurance enthusiast yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It was just that vicious cycle. And I'm like, oh my goodness, now I'm healthy, I thought. And now I'm in the sick care industry. And I was just like, I got to figure out this whole thing. And it wasn't until 2011, 
post training to be on the Olympics. I thought my career was going to be, I'm going to the Olympics and I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be an orthopedic surgeon and that's it. Yep. And, um, got a different, got a different plan. And so I fractured my foot in the Boston marathon, snapped my foot at mile 14, finished the marathon on sheer, I think, willpower and mindset yeah. and adrenaline. On a broken foot. Yes. Adrenaline. Yeah. As soon as I crossed the finish line though, that adrenaline left very fast. Oh, yeah. Um, end up in a medical tent. And it was that moment that I said, okay, something's got to give. And from that day forward, I dove into prevention, holistic health, um, and found out about biohacking, which is hacking your biology to achieve optimal human potential. And I was like, nutrigenomics, like I come from the medical field, but understanding nutrition that's meant for your genes. And so like you said, in my bio, just dove into everything. If there was a certification that was in health and wellness or fitness, I was getting it. Um, so that was really my, my career trajectory. And, and then just getting passionate about, you know, men mental health, um, but not just mental health, looking at the human as a whole and truly going, it is, it's a holistic approach to helping your body to achieve its maximum potential, which is so exciting because we've never arrived. And realizing that you don't have to stay complacent in life, that you can hack different things in your life. And hack sounds like a negative connotation, but if mm -hmm. you can get rid of the negative things, balance your body and start to move forward, sleep deeper, wake up feeling more refreshed, have a little bit more energy and just start to fine tune what's going on in your life. It, it's amazing because I truly believe, um, Dr. Bernard, that when your body is in alignment, your mind becomes clear and you can find your soul's passion. And oh, so- yeah. Um, it was that shift in my life that made me go, okay, not only do I have to motivate myself, but I, I want to help other people make that shift faster so they don't have to go through all the, the roller coaster journey of uh, finding that on their own. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, as a lot of us that have participated in these uh, endeavors, you know, so mm -hmm. you mentioned as well, I, I competed at, a, I, I wasn't quite at the level where you were, but I was pretty elite before I got injured at a re really young age. And I had actually gotten into triathlons because I was healing a knee that I had injured in college and found out I was pretty good naturally, probably better than any other sport that I, that I'd been in. But we did a lot of trial and error. You and I talked about this because there wasn't a lot of information out there back then. I know I experimented a lot with, uh, I read everything I could on different ways to train uh, you know, some people may or may not know what interval training is if they've never even done any high level, uh, competing, uh, like you and I have both had uh, been able to do. Uh, but it got beyond that. And then it got beyond that into nutrition. Then it got beyond that even for me at a younger age, uh, to mindset. What was your first, uh, uh, after you were trying to come back from that injury at that pivotal moment at, at, at the Boston marathon, uh, when did you really start? Do you remember one thing you really dug into? So for me, I know it was nutrition and mindset, mm -hmm. but what was the first thing where you could say it was before the popularity of the word biohacking? Mm -hmm. uh, and it was before really, uh, you know, even though I trained a little bit at the Olympic Training Center up in Lake Placid, New York, you got some help, but from an exercise physiology standpoint, even from a performance nutrition standpoint, we didn't know as much uh, as we know now. Uh, yeah. Those things have come far. What was your first uh, delving into it, Jessica? Was, you know, was, was it nutrition? Was it mindset? Was it learning how to heal your body? Yeah, what, it was, was first. A moment where it actually, you're like, wow, this really helped me. 
Well, well, first it was recognizing and being self-aware that, okay, there's a problem. I got to fix it and diving into that. And I was introduced to what I call the crazy yellow pill, mm -hmm. um, which is a product that reduces inflammation by 40% in 30 days. And I was like, uh, hello, I'm a marathon runner. I'm raging with oxidative stress and inflammation, oh, yeah. but I'm healthy. And at the same moment, um, not only a month, month or so after I fractured my foot, my grandfather had trouble bypass surgery, had a stroke. And I was like, okay, if heart disease and cancer and diabetes run in my family and I keep getting injured, that's all linked to inflammation. It's the root of all evil. And yeah. if I can reduce that by almost half. So when I was introduced to this, that's truly where that whole mindset, my mantra of when your body is in alignment, then your mind becomes clear. Then you can find your soul's passion. It's really just flipping the switch. And that's something that I've been doing every day for about nine years now. And it started getting me recovering better. I was dealing with horrible insomnia. I was waking up. I was on this vicious cycle of just low energy and trying to compete and train mm -hmm. and run a pharmaceutical career. And yeah. you know, the struggle is real. Yeah. Um, but I started sleeping deeper. I started waking up feeling more refreshed. I recovered in half the time my therapist said from injury. And that was in 2011. Rebound, it came back to run my second fastest marathon time at the New York City Marathon. And then got into triathlon just from a rehab perspective. I was like, okay, if I can't run, I'm going to bike and swim like a Let's maniac. You know that. <laughs> yes. Let's abuse our body some more. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Um, so, but that really helped me on my, on my journey. And then I got into yoga teacher training, which started to unlock the mindset piece. And then under, continuing to understand nutrition and being around holistic practitioners and really just diving more into that, getting certified in different modalities, doing performance movement with, you know, rock tape and, mm -hmm. you know, many physicians in that arena and going, oh, wow, the body is an amazing biological machine, like fix the roof while the sun's still shining yeah. and do something today to prepare you for tomorrow. So, yeah. And, and all those things, even though you're not saying it, uh, you know, as somebody that follows the functional medicine, functional nutrition, mm -hmm. functional psychology models, it's always leading you to get back at what's the root cause. Um, now, look, some people could say, and there might be people listening to this when they, when they listen to it, they're going to say, well, yeah, you know, a lot of us now that have done research, myself included, I don't train the way I used to train, uh, you know, because we, we do know that it kind of beats up on the body and it can cause some damage. Uh, recovery is key, and you've already kind of hinted to that. But, so, you know, some people could say the root cause is the fact that you're training the way you're training. Now, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass that off and say, well, yeah, but uh, at least she's not sitting on the couch and letting her couch kill her. So right, right. we have to kind of balance things. And I know you're a lot more balanced now because you're not, you know, you're not out there competing uh, on an active so basis. So much more balanced. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's a different story. So I want people to know that, that we're aware of that. So before people kind of start commenting and saying, hey, you know, we know that this, this beats up the body. So let's, let's talk about besides all the other accolades and things that you do and are, are currently doing and that you've done in the past. You took on a project, as I've got two of them going myself, which is an amazing thing, and it just can absorb endless hours of your life and have you waking up saying, what did I actually get done? You've been working on a book project, right? Can you talk about that a little yes. bit? Um, so this is like my passion project, it's like my legacy, and super exciting because, you know, just like I said in the beginning, it, was, it, it takes a village, and it, you do not get anywhere in life without an amazing team. Right. and people behind you or around you or in front of you. And um, so it's a compilation. It's called From Broken to Bringing It. 
And um, I run a company now called Biohack Global. And underneath that, we have a podcast that's all about cultivating a champion mindset, which you will be on. And um, uh, the, really, the book is a story of the most, really my journey of going from broken to bringing it. And I went from this broken marathon runner to five world championships in triathlon and, you know, staying injury free for about nine years. Um, but really through that, it's a compilation of the most brilliant minds in sports performance and rehabilitation evidence-based biohacking. So I wanted this to be truly not only an inspiring, motivating piece, but also to provide tangible action items for people to start doing today to get them moving forward, because I truly believe it's a compound effect. Nothing worthwhile happens overnight. So it's um, a compilation of mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. And um, the individuals that have come into my life that have dedicated their lives to specific modalities to help people in those areas, so it's um, really kind of like a holistic hub put together that people can come into not only the book, but they can listen to the podcast, they can take the workbook, and they can apply these tools in their life, whether they come in because they're dealing with an injury or their um, issues with mental health, or they're just trying to find what their passion is in life. And so it's um, a compilation of the most brilliant minds in sports performance, rehabilitation, and just the underlying theme is evidence-based biohacking to help you hack your way back, so to speak, and right. and truly yeah. take those tools with you. It's great. I mean, I think people need that. You know, there's, as we know, uh, there's no lack of information uh, out no. there uh, on the internet uh, uh, or friends or family trying to give their opinion or something that mm -hmm. did work for them and, you know, take this, I took it, take that, do this, do that. Uh, and I think, you know, for a lot of people, one, it, it can lead to them uh, ultimately getting very frustrated mm -hmm. uh, because maybe what worked for so-and-so doesn't work for them. Uh, the other thing is there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, not everybody that's mm -hmm. uh, talking about biohacking uh, is taking the time to do it with supporting modalities uh, and practices mm -hmm. that are evidence-based. So I commend you for that. I think that's really important. Um, what is your favorite uh, either chapter or part of the book? Or I could even just say, uh, one, what's the most amount of information that you think you can distill down and give to people to help them out, you know, on the heels of what I just said? Uh, and maybe what was, you know, besides the pivotal moment in the marathon, uh, what was your, what's been the biggest thing for you that that's worked for you besides the, you know, the, the, the obvious, the supplement that you were talking about and you can talk about that more if you'd like. Uh, yeah. Well, the, the book opens with, um, like a preface in the letter and the formalities, but I put a little twist on it too. And it opens with, you know, being a marathon runner, being an athlete all my life, visualization is key to success, mm -hmm. but you have to have, you know, desire backed by action and faith in order to achieve that. So you can visualize all you want, but you have to believe that it can happen. And right. when you do, you better be ready because the universe has got your back and it will happen. But the cool thing is it just gives you, um, there's a little piece in the beginning that gets you started on the book and helps you navigate through mind, body, soul, um, but allows you to find truly what you're looking to get out of the book. Mm -hmm. And um, my favorite pieces are intertwined throughout the book with real life stories. And to be honest, I 
almost didn't continue working on this because I'm like, oh, there's so much information. Everybody's got a book. I mean, I have a bookshelf right here full of oh, yeah. full of books that I dive into. I read all the time. And Mine is virtually hidden. The books are virtually right. hidden. I know this. <laughs> uh, but the crazy thing is, is, you know, one of my mentors was like, Jessica, everyone has a story. And if your story inspires one person, you fulfilled your life mission. So, oh. you know, anyone that's listening into this, if you're like, Ah, should I write a book? Should I do a podcast? Should I just do it? Because your life, your story is different and something that you say will spark change in a positive way for some other life out there. Mm -hmm. And so never stop moving toward what sparks joy in you because that empowers other people to stand in their own power as well. So, um, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, you know, I'm always talking to people about, uh, teaching them skill sets around, managing their mindset and managing mm -hmm. uh, their environment. Um, you know, my perspective is that you could almost break down everything that we deal with in human experience, all the inputs and information that informs our microRNA and, and what genes get turned on or turned off through, whether you want to talk about nutrigenomics or just the food that you put in your mouth, exactly. uh, your mindset that you have and how you can choose to have either certain people around you mm -hmm. or listen to certain messages from, from certain folks or not or even choose to not surround yourself with those people uh, once you deem it and identify that they might be, uh, you know, spewing negativity upon you. Um, so to me, it all just comes down to, you know, your environment and your mindset. Um, you're kind of on the same page with, with a lot of that. Uh, can you think of a time where you were really challenged to manage your mindset properly? Because, you know, it's one thing for us to say we study this stuff and practice it, but sometimes we get a little challenged, even uh, as professionals that, that are tuned into this stuff. Can you think of a time in the last, you know, it can, you can go back as far as you want, where you were really challenged with your mindset and then think about maybe what you did to kind of get yourself back on track? Oh, yeah, I think I get challenged every day, you know, <laughs> and, I, and that's really the fun piece. When you, the more self-aware you become and the more conscious of your mindset and mentality and flipping that switch to continue to move forward, um, is so key. And, you know, I had a conversation about this with a friend of mine a few weeks ago and, you know, you can't just always think positively, but you have to recognize what's actually going on in reality and bring the two together to move forward. But, um, I think the biggest slip in my mindset was going, yeah, the traditional business life is not for me. Mm -hmm. And that was my whole career. That was what my family thought I was going to do and taking the leap of faith into entrepreneurship 10 years ago when, Having a mobile office wasn't cool. Now everybody wants one. Um, but taking that leap of faith and going, I know that, that I have a higher calling than just on this rat race of meals on heels and pharmaceutical sales and, yeah. and um, that there was a higher calling and just trusting that instinct, but having to flip my mindset to go, this is not easy. It, and running your own business, you know, and mm -hmm. starting your own business and even just the journey into nutrition and nutrigenomics and biohacking was not a cool thing. People weren't even familiar with like non-GMO and gluten-free and vegan and yeah. whole foods back then. They were like, ways, luckily, thank you. They looked at me like I had three heads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but knowing that, wow, if I can help people get their bodies in alignment and reduce stress and inflammation, this could not only disrupt the drug industry, but, and don't get me wrong, there is a place for medicine in some cases, sure. but- um, but understanding that, wow, we can help people's souls come alive when their bodies come alive and feeling that myself and trusting that, but it was this constant 
mind shift of, you know, eliminating self self-sabotaging beliefs and allowing those things to come up and then recognizing that and then throwing it away and stepping forward continually into a new way of being in really yoga teacher training helped me do that. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, I think that's great. Um, what did you now? I know besides the injury you had a ways back, uh, I don't think it's been brought up yet, but, um, Jessica had another injury this past winter. You know, we, we live in the general region of Park I City. Heard. And um, unfortunately, one of the days that I saw her, she was getting ready to go have ACL surgery, which happened not that long ago. Um, mm -hmm. You had some tremendous recovery from that. So let's talk about that being maybe the most recent injury, unfortunately, you've had to deal with. And yeah. what were your favorite biohacks that you utilized to get through that? Yeah, it's wild. Like, you know, like I, I completely just quote unquote from my physical therapist, Jessica, you completely destroyed your knee. Like you can't do any more damage to it. Like torn ACL, MCL, medium meniscus, mm -hmm. like tears. So, um, that happened end of January and, um, came back, got surgery. And right before COVID hit, which was such a blessing, like I feel so, I'm so grateful. Um, but just having a healthy, uh, just, I think the foundation needs to be healthy too. And when you're, you know, I practice yoga every day. I was running pretty much every day. I have a, a strong fitness background I you do, do hit training all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and just being super healthy nutritionally. Um, and then, you know, I've been taking this yellow pill for almost 10 years. Um, that helps keep my body in balance and help my recovery. So this is my first injury since, um, 2011 and my first surgery. So, um, just the mental shift that you have to have in that too, but diet is so key. Your nutrition, um, biohacking through nutrigenomics is like, I feel like my secret weapon. Um, and then mentality, you know, you're going to meet Dr. Susie Spicer and she does brainwave technologies. I was doing a lot of healing meditations during my um, post-surgery in order to recover. Um, but preparing going into surgery was, was key too. You know, I saw you in the gym and I was working out before surgery and, yeah. um, just trying to go into it as strong as possible, but understanding the balance. And, you know, I, I did a lot of research before going in and talked to, I mean, we live in the Mecca in Park City, knee yeah. surgeries. It's like, yeah. now I've joined the Park City Tattoo Club, I guess. But, yes, they happen. Um, <laughs> they happen, and there are people that are very skilled at fixing them. It's pretty much yes. what happens with uh, all of us folks that are out there trying to kill, still keep our bodies moving in, in our sixties and seventies. Uh, I can just attest that you know you see people walking around here that are as fit as people half their age, and it's an attitude mm -hmm. uh, and it's a mindset. So you mentioned nutrigenomics. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about uh, a little bit. I've not ever put you on the spot and asked you this. Uh, I really mean that, people. I'm seriously saying this. So, um, I vouch for talk, it. <laughs> let's, let's talk about your, let's talk about your diet a little bit. I, I don't know. Um, I know I, I eat fully a plant-based diet. I don't remember from our, our talking and meeting before mm -hmm. if you do or don't, or you're predominant. I know you're whole food based at least, but mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about what, what Jessica eats on a daily basis. And then, then we'll talk about your definition of nutrigenomics to follow that up. Yeah. Well, I really got serious about intermittent fasting, um, almost a year ago. And started intermittent fasting, which I believe is so key, not only for maintaining and uh, your weight, but also maintaining your health and boosting your health. Um, so intermittent fasting, I do that every day. And then I'll do like a 24-hour, 48-hour fast, you know, once a month or once every other month 
during COVID, it's been a little nuts, but, um, my diet, I predominantly am plant-based. I would say I'm like 99% plant-based, but I also, I went completely vegan for two months mm -hmm. and then, um, took a trip, was in Asia for an entire month and okay. kind of broke that because you know, I was doing a legacy trip and a mission trip and you can't really say, Hey, is this plant-based and vegan when they serve you food? But, um, I guess you could, but I just chose not to. And so for me, I'm pretty much 99% plant-based, but every now and then I'll, I just listen to my body. And, um, I grew up eating, you know, elk and bison and seafood and having a very well-rounded diet as a kid. And so just being here in park city, you know, I pretty much eat a green diet, um, 99% of the time, but I don't shy away from sushi and, you know, a good, a good, uh, steak or bison, but, yeah. um, but yeah, I'm pretty much him. After watching, like, this is what really got me after watching the documentary Game Changers. It really changed my mentality of not just the diet for yourself, but our diets for the world and being more intentional about what you eat, how you eat, and when you eat. And, um, you know, I, I got the aura ring, which tracks my sleep, my readiness, my activity levels. And your diet plays a huge role in all of that, too. So okay. being more conscientious. Um, has really helped not only my recovery as an athlete, but um, going through surgery and coming out um, following a better diet plan. I, I don't like to say diet, but more of a holistic approach to being intentional. Intentional eating, intermittent fasting is, is key. So when you say intermittent fasting, for people that don't know, let's talk about just uh, uh, what we're talking about. Some people will call it different things, but what Jessica's talking about Time-restricted eating. E eating for only a certain period of time. Uh, the mm -hmm. standard American eats probably 19 hours uh, a day, um, and they don't sleep enough, which is the only reason they're mm -hmm. able to do that, uh, which is a big issue because you could do everything right and not sleep enough. Mm -hmm. uh, what we're talking about is only eating within a certain window. What's your window that you do? So I do a six-hour window where I eat. That's it. Um, yeah, know, that's pretty much what I do. 18 off, six. Mm -hmm. Like a four to six hour window is, I feel like, optimal for me. I usually don't eat until two o'clock in the afternoon, and then I'm done eating by like six or seven. Yep. So, um, yeah. and I, I wake up, I, I do do a pre and probiotic in the morning and take my little pack. That's really all I do. And then I free energy brain food um, throughout the day. And that just keeps my focus and keeps me clear. But after doing it for um, so long, your body's just accustomed to it. And I am so much more productive in my window where I'm not eating and I get so much more done and I'm more alert and focused during those times. Absolutely. And then um, I'm more intentional when I do have a, a good meal to go, wow, like let's enjoy this and let's prepare something delicious and fuel your body. And just changing that up um, is, is so key. It's, it's a big game changer not to, you know, following the movie that you were talking about, but it's a big, mm -hmm. a big change. Um, you know, for me, getting people to like at least be in bed for eight hours, let alone right. try for eight hours. To me, I, I just explained to them, like, if you're in bed for eight or nine hours, this, what I'm talking to you about is not going to be very earth shattering for you. Right. If you're hungry when you're getting up, then you're eating too late in the day. I can, I don't mm -hmm. even need them to tell me. I can kind of go through. And, yep. um, it's a hugely powerful tool for, so for any of those people that are listening, uh, heed what Jessica is saying. It's one of the most powerful tools that will help you sleep better, will help you feel better, will help you be more mentally uh, sharp uh, throughout the day because you're not bogging yourself down with, with a flood of uh, continuous calories. 
it's one of the biggest things that I fight uh, when dealing with patients and clients is the myth of some dietitian or nutritionist somewhere because maybe somebody was pre-diabetic or pre-pre-diabetic telling them they need to eat six meals a day throughout the day. And it's just, it's not what revs up your metabolism. In right. fact, what we're talking about is what revs up your metabolism uh, even more so and, and gets you more adapted uh, to be able to do things like an actual fast, which even has other huge uh, biohacking benefits mm -hmm. um, from a healing process, et cetera. Um, and it will help you if you've gained the quarantine 15 or the COVID-19 yeah. It'll help you really eliminate it that. Helps with that. Um, um, I know a lot a, of people I've talked to have, have had that issue. Um, I haven't had that issue. I've stayed. I've actually lost weight because I haven't been lifting quite as much. I've got a mm -hmm. uh, ability to work out here. I've been doing a lot more hiking and mountain biking and road biking and some, you know, nice. body weight resistance as well as some other stuff. Um, so I, I'll probably when I get back to the gym full time, which I still haven't yet. I've just been so busy. Uh, in such an You're just a lean, mean, fit machine now. <laughs> I would call 192 lean, mean, but it's 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 around what I weighed in high school when I played football. It wasn't the same as the basketball weight, but uh, but it's it's kept things from where you know I'm not that guy that got up to 250 pounds anymore. And mm -hmm. it's, to me, it's just a way of a way of life. So let, we're talking about a way of life. Let's talk about. Um, and, and real quick, an app yeah. that for the listeners um, tuning in, I know you have so many amazing resources, Dr. Bernard, but there's an app called Zero. It's literally oh, yeah. spelt just like the number. It's called Zero, and it has some great, not only scientific articles, but resources. It will also time you to tell you, like, if you want to start a 12 hour fast and get up to 16, 18 yeah. hours. Um, and it will also um, be able to track things for you give you some feedback. Um, and so it's a great resource if you're looking to try intermittent fasting or, you know, improve that in your life. No, it's great. And I, I yeah, and we'll share that link to those people. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm familiar with that one and I'm familiar with some of the people behind that um, as well. Um, let's talk about some people will say, oh yeah, okay. Jessica was an elite athlete. She's, she's had the time to learn all this stuff. She's writing a book. She's got it all down. It's easy for her. I don't have that much time. Uh, what I what I find is beneficial sometimes is I've had people ask me this and I want to ask you, uh, you can do a day in a week of Jessica, uh, you know, how does your exercise routine? I, you've already mentioned it kind of piecemeal, but if, even if you just talked about today uh, and you mm -hmm. can say, well, that wasn't as typical, so let me talk about yesterday or another day, um, you know, how many workouts are you doing on a weekly basis? How many hours are you practicing either mindfulness, meditation, or yoga? Um, how many uh, hours a night are you trying to get on sleep? Because you mentioned uh, aura. Um, mm -hmm. You've already talked about diet, so you probably don't really need to get into that. We've already talked about uh, the, the the time frame that you're fasting and eating. Um, so give us a, give give the folks that are listening kind of an idea with that, because I get that all the time. Tell me what yeah. you did, Doctor Fragmenti, this yeah. past week or this past day. And you know, for those of you tuning in, like, and you mentioned this before, like, I haven't been up to your level. If you have a body, you are an athlete. That's quote unquote, Bill Bowerman, founder of Nike. And I, I love that because, you know, our bodies are the only temple that gets us through this life. So mm -hmm. treat it as such, you know, treat your body as the machine that's going to get you through your day, through your week, through your life. And, um, I, I believe it's all about the compound effect. If you're looking to, lose a few pounds or get intermittent fasting, like 
the best things don't happen just overnight. So start adding in a little bit more water, add in a little bit more sleep, just start to compound on those things, add a little bit more exercise. And, and truly doc, like coming off of ACL surgery and learning how to have to walk again and oh, yeah. then to run again and then to bike again is wild. Like oh, yeah. it's like, um, yeah. going from like negative step a to, to Z and, and having to like retrain my brain to go, hello, knee. Okay. Now you're supposed to move and okay, body. Now this is how it feels. It's, it's crazy. So no matter where you're at, I can totally relate to you because you know, it's, it, the struggle is real. And, yeah. Yeah. um, but a day in the life of me is um, pretty typical. I've established a routine being an entrepreneur. You have to establish a routine. So, you know, I always get up, have a full glass of water. I do my meditation in the morning before I do my workout. Um, just set my intention for the day. You know, I, I feel my brain with things throughout the day. And um, if you guys are looking to incorporate this, have something that you know you're going to, like whether it's a book, um, a daily meditation, a devotional, or something that you wake up to first thing in the morning and feed your mind with that before you go scroll, scroll, scroll through your, your phone. And um, I just wrote a blog called Win Your Morning, Win Your Day. And it's all about, you know, cultivating a champion mindset and, and just hacking that lifestyle. Yep. Um, so I start out with my meditation and fueling my brain that way. And then, um, depending on meetings and zooms, I do, I alternate workouts. And now that I'm back running again, it, it's super exciting, but I do, um, hit workouts Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, you can go to orange theory F 45. You can download the cardio app on your phone. You can find a hit workout. Um, and hit is high intensity interval training and short bursts. So you know, 45 minutes to me is like optimal for a hit workout. Um, 45 minutes to an hour. You can even do 30 minutes, whatever you need to get your body moving and just to sweat a little bit, but it boosts your metabolism, mm -hmm. especially when you're in that intermittent fasting window, try to work out before you eat and, um, you'll burn more fat, you'll get more lean and you just feel better. Um, so I typically do a hit workout and then go for like a three mile, five mile jog. And then, um, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, Tuesday, Thursdays, I do yoga and then a run. And so I do like an hour of yoga, um, which is also like a form of meditation. Running is like a form of moving meditation for myself. Saturdays, I do kickboxing and usually a run. Sundays are usually a rest day, something like, you know, an easy hike or um, this past weekend, I did my first dirt ride. You'd be proud of this. My first trail ride on a mountain bike post-surgery. So that felt That's pretty awesome. cool to be on the dirt and not just riding around the street. Um, on the dirt with the tires rolling is what we want to see <laughs> on the dirt. Uh, my but wife it's like, you know, you, it's really morning. good for your brain. I, I like ride this morning, my wife went over the handlebars. I was right behind her and almost oh, ran shoot. over. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. It's dangerous. But it was okay. It's dangerous, but it's fun. It's just, it, it is trail running, trail hiking, trail biking is so good for your brain because you have to be, you can't focus on anything other than staying on your bike and moving forward. Well, so. I tell people this when you talked about uh, moving meditation with running is, is mm -hmm. when I start to introduce the idea of mindfulness to people. Um, I, I kind of take a query of what they do in their life. And you'll, you'll hear things like, oh, I used to draw or I used to paint or I used to really like planning and working in the garden as an example. Or I used to like going for walks by myself, not with the dog, but by myself. Um, or it could be with the dog, but I, sometimes the dogs kind of become a distraction. So what I teach people is there's various iterations of this. You're just not calling yeah. it what it is, but it is that you're, if you want to really become mindful, what you first need to do 
is just focus at least on maybe one thing. Yeah. Inherently, incessantly focus on one thing. Don't let anything else in. And in that practice, uh, you know, I, I realized this first practice when I started doing triathlons because when you go out and hack out 100 miles or 80 miles on a bike, mm-hmm. you're by yourself. Uh, you're not training always with other people. And in mm-hmm. fact, back then, you know, you, you didn't want to really train too close with somebody because then you'd be training for cycling only and not really training to be alone without being exactly. able to drive on a bike. So I first realized that that was one of my things when I was younger is that I realized when I didn't do that, my mind was not the same because it was just a form of, mm-hmm. I was three or four hours on a bike. You're basically meditating for that period of time. Now, sometimes you'd start looking around and sometimes you get a flat or sometimes it would rain or you'd have to change mm-hmm. something. Sometimes you have to stop and eat um, or do it on your bike, which we, a lot of us did, but there's all sorts of different forms. And Jessica's not doing air quotes. This is a biohack with everything. I may do it when we edit the video back, but I might put something up on your name and say, that's a biohack, by the way. Now, you you know, so what we're getting at with a lot of these things, people, is there's, you're probably already doing some of these things. Mm -hmm. It's probably not doing them as mindful as as what we are, because we're kind of plugged into this. And you're not that far off and you can tweak and improve the things that you're doing on a daily basis so that you're getting more impact from them. So when yeah, it's just those little pivots, you know, and being intentional about it, like be intentional about filling up a glass of water before you go to bed so that you have it next to your bedstand when you wake up. Our bodies are 70% water. Like the littlest things lead to massive success and it's just compounding on those little pivots, but being intentional about those little pivots so that you can, you know, really biohacking is hacking your biology to achieve your optimal human potential. And that looks different for everyone. It does look different for everyone. So when you start talking about HIIT training, uh, or we used to call it in running fartlek training, or you talk about doing mm-hmm. intervals, a lot of people, people that aren't real familiar with this stuff are going to hear a lot of different things and maybe get confused by it. And then they're going to come back and say, well, that's great. You're a lead athlete or doc, you've been working out, you're fit, you can do it. Well, there's all different levels. Uh, so for instance, I was talking with the other folks that went on a bike ride with us today that today I said, I'm going to go hard on all the hills. Uh, now, hills, as anyone might imagine with what gravity does when you're on a mountain bike, hills are hard in general anyway. Mm-hmm. What I said is on the uphills, I'm going to go hard. So I said to a few other people who were with me, you're probably not going to be able to keep up with me because even though I'm an old guy now, I still have fairly you know, good functioning capacity and VO2 max capacity mm-hmm. still for even an older guy. So they didn't. And one of the persons got frustrated that was with us. They're like, man, I can't believe you can do that. And what I said is, do you Yes. want to try to go a little harder up the hill that day? Don't push yourself to the point where you feel like you're going to have a heart attack. We don't want that happening. But push mm-hmm. yourself to a comfort level that you know is going to improve your performance. So I would say the people that are at home, when we say hit training or you look up the different types of training that you mm-hmm. could be doing that has a tremendous uh, uh, efficacy in improving your overall fitness in a much quicker fashion than just going and sitting on a bike for 45 minutes in your gym. Yeah. Or just going for a casual walk. The body wants to be stressed a little bit here and there. So stress for you will be different than stress for me. And stress for me is different than stress for Jessica. So mm-hmm. when you research these things and you go to resources looking for them, take into account that, you know, you could be somebody that's never gotten your backside off of a couch. And an interval for you could be getting up and not going uh, into the kitchen, going up and down a set of stairs or going out mm-hmm. and doing a fast paced walk in your driveway and then go back and sit down. You can get to this point where you'll be able to do things that look like crossfit, crossfitters, high intensity interval training, 
eventually, but you don't even really need to get there. Do what's right for you. These things can be done at a lower level. And that's really the point of what, you know, Jessica's all about and what I'm all about is trying to teach people these things. It's what she'll explain in her book when it, when it comes out that, you know, you, you can start at a very uh, fundamental level and work your way up and you'll be surprised that if you just give yourself a break, your progress will just come along and mm -hmm. shock you after a short period of time because you're going to have the mindset right around. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but then you're going to all of a sudden wake up one day and you're like, Oh my God, I could do that. So this is, this it's is wild. Like, really what's and for those of you tuning in, like I couldn't walk a couple months ago and now I'm back right running and biking. And so, and it's like every day I'm like, Ooh, my body can do that now. And our bodies are amazing machines. So yeah. trust that and just give yourself just compound every day, do something, but do something. And that's the biggest key because, you know, the whole adage, and that's why I love what you do, Dr. Bernard is, you know, if you don't make time for wellness, you're going to have to make time for illness and nobody oh, yeah. wants to have to deal with that. So, you know, Very health well. is the most important commodity and, um, and your mindset will feel healthy lifestyle along that journey. Absolutely. Now you kind of answered this question. So the last question I like to ask people is, uh, if you could give someone advice on what they could do from kind of living as what we call a haphazard human being to an on-purpose well-being, you probably already answered it just now, but would there be something else you would add to that if I put you on the spot and just said, you know, if, if I said to you, instead of saying that last thing you just said for 10, 15 seconds, what would be your, your if you were really trying to convince somebody like, hey, you can do this, you can go from being a haphazard human being to an on-purpose well-being. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I well, love, I love this somebody if, you're, if you were standing in front of them. Well, those of you listening and tuning in, you truly have a purpose. You were put on this earth for a purpose. You have a gift and find what makes your soul come alive and run towards that. Literally find what makes your soul come alive and start doing more of that. And it will build on itself over time. And you'll want to take more care of yourself. You'll want to take more care of your mindset and you'll want to pursue the things that spark joy in your life. So get intentional about what sparks joy and start eliminating the distractions and the things that don't serve you and step forward into those things and include more of those people, places, things, opportunities that start to fuel a healthier lifestyle. And that will help you become a more purposeful well-being because you're being intentional. Everyone has choices. You know, instead of going to the bar and having a beer, get on a podcast, listen to a podcast, you know, make those little pivot shifts in your life that move you towards a more purposeful human yourself. And, and life's amazing. Life is truly wonderful when you find what brings your soul alive. So focus on yourself. Self-care is key. So when your body's in alignment, your mind becomes clear and you can find your soul's passion. So know that we believe in you and um, that you have a purpose and a gift here on this earth. And so I can't wait to know what it is. That's awesome. I mean, that's to me, uh, if people don't get inspired by that, I don't know what to say. So it's, it's a really good message to put out there. Um, I would just add to that for people, forgive yourself for where you are right now. It almost sounds like I, I grew up in a Catholic household, Catholic college, et cetera. But forgive yourself for where you are right now. It, 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 you've got, you haven't gotten bad results. You've just gotten results based on making bad decisions. And if you can get on purpose and get, have some intention behind what you're doing, as Jessica mentioned, uh, we know and believe that you, you can heal yourself, you can fix yourself, you can get yourself going in a better direction, and you can truly turn yourself from a haphazard human being to an on-purpose well-being. With that, I want to thank Jessica for coming on with us today. 
I hope you found some inspiration. We are going to include uh, links to her blog, links to her information. Uh, we are going to include uh, links to her product that she's been working with for a long time. And in fact, I do want to have you do your one minute, 30 second commercial uh, on your product. Uh, and um, I think it's important for people uh, to be able to know that there are things that are specifically targeted towards helping them heal. Uh, and it doesn't have to be as hard as having to do a ton of research or come to somebody like me yeah, yeah. on and off various supplements. Uh, your, your, your solution is a little bit more of a, a turnkey solution versus some of the a la carte stuff that I do. So let, let me, let me let you talk about that. Yeah, And, and you know, this is a, for sure. And I appreciate that opportunity. Just know, like, just to touch on what you said before I pivot over this way is like everything you said is so spot on and just the synergy of where our mindsets are and those of you tuning in is everything does happen for a reason. And it's about your mind shift of where you're at. And if you're, if you're not happy where you're at, you can always change it. Life doesn't come up with, come with a remote. You got to change it yourself. Right. So believe in yourself, believe that you can do it. And we believe in you to do it. Um, and yeah, and I, I truly believe that this is a switch that not only is the edge for anyone's business for, you know, an addition to the products that you have, um, Dr. Bernard, but this is like that secret weapon that just gets your body in balance. It's like, if you're going to invest in a refrigerator to keep your food, the car, get oil change and moving and fill it with gas this is the same thing, but for your body. And so there's, this is called the Protanum Tri-Synergizer. And basically all it does, well, everything it does, it flips on switches. We're paving the way in nutrigenomics. And so it's that one thing that takes less than 30 seconds for you to kickstart your day. It's one pack a day. And it comes with our flagship product that reduces inflammation by 40% in 30 days. And then the sister product revs up the energy in your cells. The lack of literally the root cause of cancer they discovered in 1920 was the, the lack of ATP in your mitochondria. So this boosts the energy in your cells. And then what we were just talking about intermittent fasting and um, is, is one of those things that boosts sirtuins, get promotes cell detox, helps your body just function. So this is why this is the Tri-Synergizer. Um, the last product is NAD. So the three of them combined rev up the energy, reduce inflammation, and boost sirtuins. So it's that quick flip that just helps you start sleeping a little bit better every night, what helps you wake up a little bit with more energy, have more vitality, more focus, more clarity. And um, who doesn't want an edge on life? So, and it's all natural. Everything's completely safe. It's you know, gluten-free, vegan, all holistic. So um, Good stuff. it's something we'll, that I've hung my hat on for we'll, almost a decade. We'll put a link to it um, so people can see. Cause yeah, yeah. For us, sometimes, uh, you know, we, we go different pathways with some of that and have people on and off of various things. But Everything that Jessica's talking about is about feeding your mitochondria, making sure you have a good energy source for your ATP. It's a good part of what I practice with anti-aging and metabolic medicine. And uh, it's, it's easy to have a packet um, for people that have not been taking any sort of supplements. Uh, and uh, we know that one of the things we get, that's the, one of the biggest issues with folks is uh, what we call compliance, which means that you actually take your medication or take whatever we prescribe to you uh, as a nutraceutical to fruition. Uh, this makes it easy. It's one packet for you and we'll put info there. I'm happy to happy to promote that and, and promote I say it. kiss a lot and kiss often. Keep it simple, silly, right? <laughs> yeah, very much. Yeah. So with that, for the second time, we're going to sign off and I want to thank Thanks you. Thanks so much for having me on. And you and I will be connecting uh, later.
Awesome. Looking forward to it. Thank you much for having me on.